Welcome to the Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast, hosted by Jason Barler, J.J. Vance, and Kyle Perry. Welcome to the Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast. I'm Jason Barler. I'm JJ Vance. And I'm Kyle Perry. All right. So you guys, I don't know, do you want to be called Busy Bees or Busy Beavers? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We've been a lot of places, <laughs> seen a lot of things. You guys have been busy. I guess it was about last weekend, not this previous weekend, but the previous weekend from that, yes. going on almost two weeks ago. You guys got the privilege to go and rub shoulders and elbows with with some pretty prominent names. Rub so, a few other things, but yeah. we, won't, we won't mention that. <laughs> yeah. we won't mention that. With that being said, I wasn't there that weekend. I'm going to sit back and do what I do best here and, and make sure your levels are good, but I want you guys to kind of share with the listeners and we me kind of what you guys did because I'm, I've am i heard bits and pieces, but I want to know everything. We uh, will. We'll do that. I want to say kind of what we have on board for the show. I'm going to do the top ten again. We'll do some news. In the news, we will talk about our trip. We also have two interviews, Chad Cook and the Chad Cook Band at Scooters. He was actually also at the TRRR Awards, and we the next weekend we went and seen him at Scooters in Lawton, and we got an interview with him. We also got an interview with Chance Anderson with Chance and the Takers, and Chance Anderson, formerly Chance Anderson Band, was opening for Chad Cook, so we grabbed him too. We'll go ahead and throw that interview into this podcast also and play a few songs. Does that sound good to you, Jason? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll start off like I do every week with the top ten And we can kind of talk about this as we go. But sitting at number 10 this week on the TRRR boards is Cowboy's Daughter at number 10 by Scotty Alexander. And then number 9, Calling All Hearts, Terry McBride. Number 8, Full Time Fool, the State Line Band. Actually, we actually got to meet them guys at at the TRRR. Nice guys, nice, super nice guys. Reckless at number seven by Cross Rags and Young. That's a just right down the road. We actually seen them guys perform this song at the T Triple R. Lost in a Kiss by George Navarro sits at number six, which we met this guy too. He's a good kid, young kid. Great guy. Uh, he he told me not to get in the way, but he spent a little time in Edmond, Oklahoma. He was he lived there for a little while, so I thought. I'd throw yeah, and he in. also said that he he is definitely going to be one to listen to our podcast because he'll do an interview with us in the future. But he also he's from Chihuahua, Mexico, and he he said a lot of his family can't hear like interviews with him and stuff. But he thought it was really cool that we do a podcast, so he was all aboard to do an interview so his family could hear and then at number five i will by darren morse band number four honky tonk in heaven by kim foe number three settle me down by the josh abbott band and number two bringing country back by the band i mentioned that we interviewed this week the chad cook band and then at number one outside looking in by daryl dodd Daryl Dodd was actually there too. I seen him, but I didn't get a chance to he, talk to him. He stayed towards the back, but yeah, I saw, we we saw him. Uh, man, it's cool to see Daryl Dodd on the top of the charts again. That's crazy how long it's been. It's something we could look into, but I think we'd make him feel old if we went too far with that. It hasn't <laughs> been that many years, but it feels like it. Oh has. yeah, I mean he's been in the scene for a long, long time, and it's incredible to see him 
right back where he where he belongs. To be honest with you, he he belongs up there on the chart. Yes, he does. So I want to go into the news now. One news that I forgot from the last podcast, I was talking a little bit about Evan Foker, and I just want to throw this out there. I forgot to mention it, but he recently just had a baby girl, him and his wife. Anyways, we hope everything's well for Evan and his wife and his new baby. Kyle, do you want to talk a little bit about the TRRR, about that? Did you find... Uh, I just found the complete list of the winners, so you that was perfect time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, I want you to go over kind of the... the what we went to at the TRRR, we actually were there for two days. The first day, we went to like shows, which was called Fresh Faces. Right. And we seen a lot of new artists, uh, a lot of young artists. Some of them not so new, but kind of new to the charts. Definitely. Then the second day was the actual award show where a lot of the bigger artists come in and stuff. I say the big surprise. I won't say it's a huge surprise. I actually mentioned her on our last show before we went because she was number 12 on the charts. So Ariel Hutchins. Yeah. And she won out of all the fresh faces there. She won. And her, her prize was she got to go and perform at the award show the next night. So it's pretty incredible. I don't... I don't that, know what it was about her other than her. Obviously, she's very talented. But yeah, she also got six hours of free recording time. Six hours of free recording time. And, I mean, just hell of a hell of a talent. Great girl. If you guys get a chance to listen to her, if you're not listening to her already, please go out and yeah, listen to good. her. Point her our way and let her know we're talking about it. Yeah, I've seen on the charts where she's actually number 11 now. So she's about to crack that top 10 and... We know how these charts go. Once you're going up, you don't come back down for a while. So she's gonna, she's gonna make her way towards that top top mark. We'll see how far she gets. I will I will go through the the artist who won. This is also a award show for radio shows and hosts and things that we do, which we're proud of. But there's so many of those. I don't I don't think we'd have time to get to them all. Did uh, I just want to. Mi- did Justin Frizzell win anything? Justin Frizzell, uh, he won. He was not there t- to receive. I can't remember exactly well, what he uh, won. I don't know if you know this, Kyle, but he was fired yesterday. He was fired? He was fired because uh, he's been accused of rape by a teenager. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's bad timing. And he <laughs> is... Uh, he that, that may have been why he wasn't at the award show. He is big yeah, he time is. in the Texas Red Dirt scene. One of the best that there is out there. I mean, at, at what he does, definitely he was, and I believe everybody's in, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Indeed, but, indeed. But I did want to mention that. Uh, actually, my wife said something to me about it yesterday. She okay. popped up on her news feed or something, and then it wow. popped up right here on my mind just wow. now. Yeah, I I had not heard anything about that, but yes, he did win. I think he won too, if if I'm not mistaken. Somebody else had to accept the awards for him because he was not there. All of the awards that Randy Rogers got, Randy Rogers was the duo group band of the decade. We'll start with the decade right here. Yeah. They did their decades awards, which is amazing. He won that. He also, uh, the female vocalist of the decade was Brie Bagwell. The male vocalist of the decade was shared between Aaron Watson and Cody Johnson. Entertainer of the decade is also the Randy Rogers band. Yes. The festival of the year was Outlaws and Legends in Abilene, Texas. So, congrats to them. Yes. And then the venue nightclub of the year was the exact same venue we were in yeah. for the Fresh Faces, which is the Texas Live. 
there in Arlington, which is an incredible place. It's yes. more than there's a it's like a bunch of different venues in one. We actually got to do that in the it is PBR like Texas. right beside the the baseball stadium. It's basically the catch all for people that want to go to the games but can't quite get in. Maybe yeah. you can sit out there and watch it. In fact, they got a big jumbotron thing set up there for you to watch things in the bar they were watching march madness yeah. college basketball tournaments and stuff so that's actually pretty neat just down the road from jerry world definitely i got a little news here that to kind of break the monotony here a funny thing is that we were talking about oklahoma oklahoma if you don't know has just they're going to lift their mask mandate tonight at midnight which i kind of think stupid but i don't talk politics on here but in light of covid Keep the Wolves Away by Uncle Lucius, because of all the funerals, has literally went gold last year. Wow. Wow. Sucks that it has to be through that, but congrats to them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, yeah. It's bittersweet, I think. That's what you'd call that. But, I mean, so's the song. To to be honest, it's very fitting. Well, and I can put this in there later, but you mentioned Bittersweet. So I learned something yesterday about the song Bittersweet Symphony. Completely off the wall here, but you mentioned that. So I learned that the Verb, who did Bittersweet Symphony, I think that's who it is, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't earn one cent off of that song. The reason why is, without permission, they sampled an instrumental thing from the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. So now the Rolling Stones get all of the royalties from that oh, song. Wow. That's crazy. And that was one a of the huge biggest, song. One of the biggest songs of like 2000 or something, right. in 1999, 98, 97. Richards and Mick Jagger, they get they get all the royalties to that song. That's You said bittersweet, so I thought <laughs> about that. I, that's definitely bittersweet. <laughs> yeah, hey, you had the greatest song of the year, but you don't get any money. For no, it. they get nothing. Every, sing, every cent of the royalty, they never earned a cent off of that. They were sued yeah. and they lost. If they would ask that permission, and it was an instrumental something from one of their songs, right. I didn't. I don't, but it, yeah. But anyways, well, uh, you got any more I'd from digress. the T Triple R? Music video of the year, artist, producer, all this stuff, and uh, I want to add this to Jay because it was his his song of the year. Yes, his choice really yeah. was Rodeo Clown, and every <laughs> award that Rodeo Clown was put up for, it won. Exactly, I think it, I think it was up for four different awards, and it won all so, four of those awards. So, what does that say about Jay's ear when it comes to music? You get the brownie points for now, for now. And so, I think we'll, we'll give it to you. To together, Wade and Randy won four awards. All together, Randy won seven, including. The Humanitarian of the Year. Yes, he and did. He won the Humanitarian of the Year because of his golf tournament. Yeah, and yeah. you guys said that Wade wasn't there he and, was not. and that Randy Rogers kept giving shade. Oh, he was throwing shade well, all over. I think it was all in fun. Oh, obviously, yeah. But, obviously, but yes. yeah. He was, Randy was a little inebriated, we might say. He, he was <laughs> having a good time. He, <laughs> he was, was definitely good having a good time at the show. He was excited. I don't think he expected to win those all those awards, especially for Rodeo Clown and, and stuff. Yeah, he he did. He got up there for one of the awards they won for Rodeo Clown, and it's probably was streamed on Facebook. I'm sure you yes. can go back through and through the T Triple R deal and watch it on Facebook. But, anyways, he was up there getting his award, and he basically said he looked down at his shirt, and his shirt had little guitars all over it, and it kind of reminded him because he him and Wade won it together, and he said, "Oh, Wade's at a paying gig tonight." And then he looked down <laughs> at his shirt, and he said. He can't fucking play guitar anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so the 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 big one I say the big one album of the year was obviously Hold My Beer Two by Wade and Randy, but the the big one was the Brandon Jenkins Memorial Songwriters Award. That's still amazing that he's got an award named after. Yeah, that was that was really a nice tribute that they did for Brandon. I I know that Brandon would be. He was like one of the most humble people you oh, ever definitely. meet in your life. So definitely, but and it's well deserving. Definitely, I mean, of of people who are songwriters in this business, everybody knows who Brandy Jenkins. Yeah. is. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think at some point everybody's done a Brandon Jenkins song. You, yeah, if you think about it, they've they've done it. If you haven't done it, you need to because I mean, it's Brandy Jenkins. But the the song that won that award. Was feels like country music by John Wolf. Yeah, the new duo group band of the year was the State Line Band, which is yeah, which is a band we got to hang out with a little bit. And yeah, they're the uh, actually uh, got his phone number. He wants he wants to do an interview pretty quick, so that's awesome. we'll get him one. We might do a live one with that band. That's that's incredible. I'm excited so, about uh, that. Yeah, he was a super cool guy. And then the new female vocalist of the year was Morgan Ashley, which uh, I don't know enough about her. That's something I need to look into. Same as I was talking about that Ariel Hutchins. There's a lot of incredible new young females out there that I haven't been paying attention to since... Since I quit doing my radio show, I need to kind of get back into the newer artist thing again. Yeah, there, and that—that's one thing I wanted to mention is Kyle. You had been to this thing before, yes. And one of the weird things to me was being new in like radio or new mm-hmm. in 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 podcast or whatever you might call it. Was when we went there for that Fresh Faces deal. Mm-hmm. It amazed me how kind of we were the stars, right? They wasn't the stars. We were the stars. They were all coming wanting to talk to us, wanting to wanting to book interviews, wanting to do this because they're trying to push their name. Definitely. And I don't know. I just, it, I guess I should have expected it, but I really didn't. And it, it, that was kind of different to me. That That's, to be honest with you, it's kind of one of the things I liked the most about doing what I did on my radio show. Yeah. Is I did focus a lot on the newer artists. Yeah. And so you got to see that fire that yeah. you don't get to see from a lot of the older guys. And it's not a knock on them, but they've already done it. They've already got their name out there. People know who they are. And so they can relax a little bit where these guys, nobody knows who they are yet. Th- this Morgan Ashley just won an award for new female vocalist of the year and we've never this is the first time i think i've ever said her name and i seen her there i can't remember if she's the one that i got the email address for or not i got so many artists i'm just telling right. you that's, that's just that's so many artists thing we were talking about at the fresh faces even at the award show you don't have to be in radio or an artist or you if you buy a ticket you can go to these things and what another thing that kind of amazed me was how many people remembered you. Oh, <laughs> and it had been—it's been what? Like, when was the last time you went? Four or five years ago? Probably five years. I I, I left radio four years ago, and I didn't go because that like year. every promoter knew you, or like most of the promoters knew you. Right, All, everyone uh, that I dealt with knew me. Yeah, uh, William Clark Green like knew you right away. Right, people people. Uh, not, I mean, we. The second night, it helped because we had my, had our names on our shirt. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't even look at that. They just looked at your yeah. looked at our faces and like, hey, Kyle. And so that, to me, uh, helped me realize that I did do something right. 
or otherwise they wouldn't have remembered me. Yeah, there's, right. there's a lot of reasons to forget people, but there's only one reason to remember them, and it's because you did something right for somebody. Yeah, that was that was cool, and um, I don't know. It, it was just it was different to me. And then, like the some of the new guys that I talked to a lot was the State Line Band, uh, Caleb McIntyre, a kid that just released a, a single like not very long ago name. His name's William Wallace because I kind of made fun of him, <laughs> I, and I and he wants to do an interview too. It was all in fun. I said uh, I can't remember what exactly. Oh, I, I said like the movie, and he said, "You know how many times I've heard that." And then he said, "You'll never guess this." And he told me this story. He said the first radio interview that he got called for was out of Scotland. <laughs> so, <laughs> well. <laughs> so he said, "I just went ahead and did it." You know, <laughs> at some point you think you'd have to yell "Freedom" on there, or something, right, right? Right. That one, Caleb McIntyre, which you had interviewed before. Yes. Uh, uh, Bree Bagwell, Kevin Fowler, of course, uh, William Clark Green, even Randy. We talked to Randy a little bit. Sundance Head ran into him. Yes. Uh, yes. He he blew people away. His, oh man, his number one. His voice is incredible anyway, but the performance he did at the award show was insane. Yeah, and he said that he's working on that for a single. Right. And he that had, thing will rock it to the He top. wasn't finished with that song. He just wanted to perform it in front of people and as far as I'm concerned he's done cuz it was a damn good show. Yeah, I mean it was that song was amazing. I can't wait to hear that one come out. And uh so the the new male vocalist of the year was Hayden Haddock, and as a new vocalist, we found out while he was up there, he's got a manager, a publicist, he's signed by Red Eleven. Like this dude's going places, and again, this is the first time I've said his name. Yeah, and so we need. It's something I definitely need to get back into and in learning these new artists, because just because they're fresh faces, just because they're new, does not mean they're not new. You know, that does not mean yeah. that they haven't been out there doing things. It means they're new to this chart. Well, that's kind of like that. Who I mentioned that right. Caleb McIntyre that I talked to. You said you interviewed him. I've interviewed and, him, uh, and that had to be five or six years ago. Matt but, Castillo and George Navarro, three yeah. artists that were on the Fresh Faces thing, and I, I interviewed all of them. all three of those guys I mentioned are incredible. You need to go. You need to go check them out. Listen to them. Working with a new artist, it's it's fun. A part of that reason why Bree Bagwell remembers me part of the reason why William Clark Green remembers me is because I went out and looked for them when they were starting out I was one of their first radio tours one of their first interviews for a lot of artists I was their first radio tour or their first interviewer so that that definitely leaves an impact on them to know that I was there when they started and I'm still rooting for them I'm still I'm still a big fanboy for both of them if you want to Put it whichever way you want to put it. But uh, to be honest, I'm just a fanboy of this scene. Yeah. Any, anything that's going on this in this scene, I need to be more in tune with. I love to be involved with. The award show, the Fresh Faces, anything they do as a thing, it's fun. As you can see, yeah. they, they, they do organize it fairly well. There was a little bit of a hiccup before the award show because there was a supposed to be radio row thing set up where the radio and podcasters and stuff if you basically booked your time there you set out on this balcony or patio area and you set in a row and the artist would come down the row and sit down and do interviews with you little 15 second 15 minute whatever spots yeah well it turned out it was echoey out there so they couldn't do it so they brought it inside 
Mm-hmm. And so when I went in to check for our tables and stuff, where our table was, they were actually using one of using our table as one of the spots for interviews. So all the artists were inside along with all the radio people. And so basically you just had this free for all in the middle of this building and you're just running in to bumping into talking to all these artists, all these radio personalities. This, I don't know. It was incredible. I got you. Who all you were literally. Yeah. I mean, I was there. You know, it was, it was. And so, it was exciting for me to, to, to feel like I was back in it. It was fun to, to bring somebody else into it. The, I've been to two other of these award shows. Any of these things I go to, if you guys don't go to live shows, one, you're missing out on one of the best experiences you'll ever have. Yeah. I don't care what music you're into, a live show is as good as it gets. Yeah. Everything's more fun with another person. It's, it's more fun when you don't have to do it by yourself. To, to move on, to not drag this out much further, the Female Vocalist of the Year, she won that award. The next year after that, it's been Female Vocalist of the Year. Every year except 2019. And the reason she didn't win it in 2019 is because they didn't have an award show. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the only reason she didn't I, win is because yeah. they didn't have one to give her. And she performed there, too. She's... She performed with, I believe, her boyfriend. They yeah. were kind of hitting towards that. Mm-hmm. Another really good song, really good performance by both of them. Yeah. Male vocalist of the year was Aaron Watson. Yep. And he had his little girl with him. He did. He brought his daughter with him. And if you go on there and look at those pictures, his daughter had this incredible gold dress on. <laughs> yeah. Very pretty dress. Uh-huh. He won. Not only did he win that, he won the, uh, he won the Entertainer of the Year. And so, I mean, male vocalist of the year, entertainer of the year, and then he was the vocalist of the decade he shared with Cody Johnson. So, that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good night for him. The two of us kind of expecting to win one more award, but and he lo- he was very humble when he got up there. Every time he went up there, he was very humble. He, he kind of joked about Randy winning more awards than he did and asked Randy if he needed help carrying yeah. his awards out yeah. to the – you know, I remember and, that. Yeah, how Randy had a bunch. Oh, he had a bunch, but it, it was it was neat to see those guys together because they don't get to hang out together. Yeah, uh, unless they're uh, you know at a festival or something together. Typically, when you do a show together, you don't get to see each other yeah. until maybe after the show, and that's only if you have time. Sometimes you're loading up and going somewhere else. I seen that uh, same night. Casey Donahue was there too. Casey Donahue was there. There, there were other people there. For non-music fans, if you're just a Dallas Cowboys oh, yeah. fan, yeah, all the all the artists were like clamoring over this guy. <laughs> if you're just a Dallas Cowboys fan, the prize for winning the Artist of the Decade, whichever you're section was the prize was a bottle of 84 whiskey was it? i don't know uh, what it was bourbon yeah bourbon by from none other than jay novacek number 84 he was a super bowl winning tight end for the dallas cowboys yes and they were all so tickled to i mean i was excited he was there and i didn't even get to meet the guy it was yeah. pretty cool <laughs> stuff just the way they they kept him a secret i mean it was it was yeah. crazy to me but then after the show, like all the artists, like was trying to get pictures with Jay Novacek. Right. I thought that was funny. The big bummer, and it's just the only downer I can put on the whole show, was the fact that Radney Foster was not in the building. He did a video like, call, like a, in. yeah, like a video call, and in. his audio got screwed up, so we didn't actually get to hear him speak. We got yeah. to see, him. we got to watch the poor man struggle, yeah, to to get his voice on there. 
he was the special guest, and he didn't get treated very special. So right. it was interesting. The The award show and Fresh Faces, the entire event, was uh, very well done. Hats off to Dave Smith and Tammy Millspaw and everybody else who, who helped put that on. Ed Spacek. Ed Spacek. He's another radio promoter guy who's been doing it for a while, and uh, he's got a lot of the younger artists. I was going to mention, I don't have a lot of shows coming up. I just wanted to mention one. The only thing I can say is if just get on your Twitter or your, your Facebook. Look for shows local to you. There's a lot of states opening back up now. Find a show close to you and go listen to some live music if you get a chance. But one I did want to mention is June 4th and 5th, William Clark Green's Cotton Fest is coming up. And that's in Lubbock. It'll be him, Wade Bowen, Cody West, Giovanni and Hired Guns, Dolly Shine, Six Market Boulevard, Josh Weathers, Kylie Fry, Russ Cooper, Ross Cooper. I can't hardly see it. Sorry, Shaker and Hems, uh, Jared Morris, and more. Okay, I want to I want to mention two things out of that list. First of all, I want to mention the fact that you said Six Market Boulevard is going to do that. Yeah, because they don't do that. They don't do things anymore. the The last time they got back together was for Larry Joe Taylor Festival because Larry Joe Taylor said he wanted to see them live again. Yeah, that's why they do that. I got that from Joss Serrato himself. He's currently one of the guitar players for the William Clark Greens band. But he was the he is the guitar player yeah. for Six Market Boulevard. While while we're talking about that, talking about shows, I wanted to kinda lead into the show we went to this past weekend. We got to see Chance and the Takers, which did a really amazing job. Also got to see Chad Cook Chad Cook band. Got to go backstage, got to meet them guys, all of them. We actually did the interview with Chance in his van. Right. <laughs> outside because the wind was blowing out we were outside for the interview with chad but i listened to it and it, it come out all right so okay all right. so but we'll hear that and you guys also got to hang with shiloh powers again yes, yeah shiloh actually stepped in for for chance's guitar player and did an amazing job shiloh does great no matter what he's doing he can he can step in and play guitar with the best of them. And I just can't believe he knew all them songs. I mean, it's like crazy. He's, to, yeah. he's, he's phenomenal at what he does. Yeah, and if our listeners, they don't know who Shiloh Powers is, he is currently the lead guitarist for the Coetzel Band. Correct. And they're kind of off right now, off time, getting ready to do the big tours and stuff. So he lives in Carnegie, Oklahoma. Yeah. So he kind of pitches in when he can, and you know fills in where he can. He's got a little bit of history with with Chance Anderson, and it was cool that they were able to team up again and. Yeah, do this they show. actually played together a while and back. So, uh, Chance Anderson's a Marlowe, Oklahoma boy. So if you guys want to look into that too, he's he's a good one to know. Yeah, and he I, he streams all his stuff on YouTube and all that. But before we go to the interviews, I want to play a song that. It's a Chad Cook song. It's an old song. It's been around for a long time. I think it was one of his first releases that he ever did. If you're a roughneck out there or something like that, you'll appreciate this song. You might know this song. This is a big-time song in Texas and Oklahoma as far as for guys that make their money drilling holes. But All the, it, all the worms out there? Yeah. All the worms, all the roughnecks. Anyways, here's Old Man by... Chad Cook. There ain't a darker night than the ones I've seen. 
you're too damn tired to even dream But you come alive when the doghouse screams Oh, the old field's dark as the money is green there Ain't a headache like the ones that come Made a two-week hitch and a seven-day run Blood, sweat, spit in a filthy tongue Ooh, the whole field hurts like a snake bite stung So I'll send a card for Christmas And birthdays missed And I'll sign the papers for the That was Chad Cook with the Chad Cook Band. You know, that's a good song, old song by him. I, 2016 is when that song was released. I know that was the first time I ever heard him was that song. Mm-hmm. And that song's still loved today, especially by Roughnecks. It's great. It's, it's crazy to think that 
2016 was that long ago, but it was that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, and to talk about Chad Cook's success, he just had a song go number one, and he's got a song currently sitting at number, number two, two on the yeah. chart. So he's figured something out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play one of his songs at the end of the show that actually went went number one, mm-hmm. Cowboy's Cowgirl. I'll play that at the end of the show. I, d- I don't have the song his number two right now. I don't have it loaded, but we'll play Cowboy's Cowgirl at the end of the show to close the show out. They actually performed that song at the awards. Yeah. Show. That was pretty incredible. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, everybody, everybody that performed at the awards show uh, did a great job with what they were doing. Now, was this full band or was this like acoustic stuff? Full band, full, full band. band stuff. That's pretty cool. The only person that went up there by, went up there by themselves was uh, Sundance Head, and then Bree and her boyfriend. I'm sorry to call Bree and her boyfriend because I and don't know Kevin the guys. Fowler. Kevin Fowler know. used a house band. Wait, Kevin Fowler, Fowler is Bree Bagwell's boyfriend? Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's not get those rumors started. I I mean, you heard it here first. I mean, there there was a thing she did with with Roger Krieger for a little while, but (laughs) yeah, but that that was before. Yeah, we can't talk about that. He's married now, I think, and has kids. So hey, hey, I'm sure she's aware. If you know, if he wants to come talk to us about it, right, Roger, come on down or come on up wherever you're at. He's got a plane. He can fly in. Since we seen Chad Cook that night, I did get a chance to talk to him outside of Scooters, me and Kyle both, and so here's the interview with Chad Cook outside of Scooters this past weekend. I'm JJ Vance, and, this, and I'm here with Kyle Perry. We're boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast. We're actually standing outside Scooters venues talking to Chad Cook from the Chad Cook Band. Chad, how's it going, man? Doing great, brother, man. Hey, great. Thank you guys for being here. It's oh, going to yeah. be a heck of a night up here at CW Scooters, brother. Yes. Are you sober yet? For oh, hell, I've been, I've been sober since, uh, since I was going to say, since last weekend. Oh, okay. That was cool. four days of fun, and we just kind of kept it rolling. Yes. Why right. uh, <laughs> stop? So, we're having so much fun. I have a few questions for you. You're from Houston, right? Well, I, I live in Houston, based out of Houston now, but I'm originally from Palestine, well, a little town right outside of Palestine yeah. uh, called Nature's, okay, right outside cool. of Palestine, Texas. My son actually lives in Spring, so. Yeah, I, so yeah. I live in Spring now. I've been living in Spring. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, I've been living in Spring about uh, eight, year, eight, nine years now. Cool. Yeah. So, what was your inspiration? What's your biggest inspiration in music? Oh, man. Uh... It kind of comes from all over the place. Uh, I'm out here. Brandon Pearson's here too. He's 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 my our booking manager. But uh, uh, me and him met in college, and and uh, do we at the time? Well, we were jamming like Lucero, I, we were, a lot of Lucero. I don't know if y'all know. Oh, yeah, that band I know based out of Arkansas, yeah. and uh, we, we were going to school at Universal of Arkansas, Arkansas. Man, so it ranges from that on to you know Cross Canyon Ragweed all the way to you know Jerry Jeff Walker and yeah, these guys. Yeah, do Shane Smith the Saints. I was wearing a Shane Smith Saints shirt all day today. Yeah. Uh, so man, it's just all over the place, brother. I mean, I was I was raised in the you know in the, in the church and uh, I you know got into music playing and and uh, in, in a praise and worship band. Oh, cool. You know, cool. and then after that, I graduated. You know, went to went to you know graduated high school and then started playing the bars. You know, got a fake ID and it's, it's you know been downhill ever since. Come so on. did you meet your, <laughs> you met, did you meet your band in college or did y'all kind of come together after? All my band members I met in Houston. Okay. Yeah, cool. I was working the old field in Victoria for four years. Got laid off in 2014 and it went under. And then I moved to Houston, met our guitar player. And I went moved to Houston. Didn't know anybody. I actually, put out an ad on Craigslist. This is in 2014, <laughs> and and uh, and then he, he responded, and, and through him I met our drummer and our bass player, and we've all been you know just us four in this well, band since we started. That kind of explains the song, Old Man. Old Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know a lot of guys that's been roughnecks and everything that know that song, but they don't know who you are. 
Yeah. We're trying to spread you in that's Oklahoma. Right. Trying that's to bring right. that, Texas, that. that Texas country, that. Oh, man, Oklahoma that. country. We do a little bit of everything. We spend a little bit of everything. So your newest single was uh, Cowboys... Cowgirls? Cowboys Cowgirl was our was our most recent one. Uh, we have one right now that's uh, uh, number two, I think. Yeah. yeah. That was called Bringing Country Back. Yeah, that's um, good. So, good song. But Cowboys Cowgirl was our last number one we had on Texas radio. So uh, we're hoping that one did great for us, man. And we're, we're hoping Bring Country Back. You know, maybe next week or so we'll go number one. So, you know, yeah. fingers crossed. So I got a funny question. Tell me a funny story of being on the road in Texas, Oklahoma. Oh, something you can say. Well, start with something that. your mama wouldn't. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta censor this. Okay. Uh, well, man, you know, uh, we were out in West Texas one time playing. What was that? And no, no, it wasn't Pecos. It was, uh, it was like Northwest Texas. It was uh, the the Hog Rose, Higgins, Higgins, Texas. I gotcha. So after the show, we had to be. We had the next night. We had to be somewhere in like East Texas. So we we drove, and we we, we played like I don't know. We, I think we we're like the second to last band, mm-hmm. and we left there like nine o'clock and. Uh, we, we were in somewhere in Oklahoma because you have to kind of go into Oklahoma yeah, yeah, and then yeah. go down to Wichita yeah, Falls. Yeah, we ended yeah. up driving to Wichita Falls. Anyway, so it was like 4 o'clock in the morning and our guitar player, Dallas, he's like, he's like, hey man, stop, I got to take a piss. So we, we stopped and, and he had a, you know, he, we always, you know, we, got, we always got a gun in the car from Texas, right? Yeah, we got a lot of expensive shit. So right. We, uh, it's we, like we, Oklahoma. We, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were, so we were somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, and uh, we, the, the GPS took us down some back roads. So we're out in the middle of nowhere. There's a thunderstorm going off in the distance. <laughs> there's just, you know, and there's a big old sand dune out there with uh, just like a gravel pit. Yeah. It's a huge gravel pit, you know, and like we're just, there's no cars out there. We're the only ones out there. Wait, so we got that gun out and we just started firing off rounds of this gravel pit. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. We had a sober driver, but the rest of us are drunk as hell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was a great time. But anyway, that's probably the most, I got the most stories we'll talk about off off. Right, <laughs> right, here we go. Right, Kyle, do you got any questions right, for Chad, I got some. I got some questions for you. First one I'm going to start with is uh, since I'm a radio guy, I spent a lot of time talking to, I spent a lot of time talking to radio promoters, and you have one of the best in the business. Dylan Steen. I appreciate you saying Steen. that. Man. We love him. How did you get connected with Dylan Steen? Man, actually, we the first single we ever wanted wanted to put out on Texas Radio was called Come and Take It. It was a song we wrote after Hurricane Harvey hit. And we sent it to Dylan, and he said no. Right. <laughs> he, turned, right. he turned us down. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, maybe we have to go look elsewhere. You know, I don't think Dylan's going to take us. And we didn't, you know. So the next single uh, was a song called... Uh, Life behind bars, and we sent that one to him, and he 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 he's like, okay, let's do it, you know. So he gave us a shot, you know. And now we got three number ones with him, and right. working on our fourth. And we love Dylan Steam, and that guy works his butt off, not just for us, but for every artist that he that he represents. Yeah. And uh, and he's just a great dude. The man. best compliment I can give any artist, especially who's represented by Dylan Steam, is he would not represent you if he not did not believe one hundred percent in you. Yeah, and Dylan's exactly that's exactly what he does. So uh, we, we tell every artist that even thinks about working with him, we're like, man, he's gonna tell you the truth. You know, he's gonna tell you the truth. He's gonna tell you what he thinks, and he's not gonna sugarcoat it. No. And that's the kind of people we like to work with. That's, that's actually my favorite song, Life Behind Bars. That's my absolute favorite song of y'all's. Awesome. It's Life Behind I appreciate Bars. That, man. Uh, I, got, I got, I got, one more. Yeah. I want to know. I don't, I don't have this cool factor with me. I gotta, I gotta ask the, the artist this. What's it like to have a band with your name on it? <laughs> like you travel around and you put up your name on a billboard somewhere. Man, it's a, uh, it, you know, I, it, I gotta say, like with the band that we have, like I said, all four of us have been together for four years now, um, and this this band really is like a, a unit, you know. So when it right. says Chad Cook Band, yeah, my my personal name is on it, but the band is uh, 
is the most important thing in that name because all four of us make decisions together. You know, we we, we you know we're we're best friends, we're brothers, and um, brothers from another mother. But right. but these guys have my back, I got theirs, and that that's the way this this band works. So it's cool it is for me. I know it's just as cool for these guys because we're a band to the fullest extent. I understand that, man. I feel that. I got one last question uh, for you, and you can't say yourself. Who is your favorite Red Dirt artist? <laughs> oh, I definitely wouldn't say myself. And uh, song. <laughs> yeah, that could be different. Yeah. Um, my favorite Red Dirt artist. All right, I'm going to be a little bit uh, biased on this, even though it's not because, you know, I'm going to say I don't, they're not they're way outside of the Texas music genre now. Um, they started there, but they've they're, they're, they've grown so much. But um, Whiskey Myers. Okay. Definitely. And I'm going to say why. Cody Cannon is my cousin. Really? We opened up for them here at CW Scooters the first time we ever played here about 2016, 2016. and um, and that's why we're that's why we're back, man. They, I was they, at that show. Well, well, yeah, you were here. I was at that show. Yeah, I was at that show. We awesome dude, show. we we love those guys. I mean, all those guys, man. John, Cody. I mean, you know, Cody and Cody and John and all the guys. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Hogg, everybody, man. You know, is John Cody, Jeffers. The one that- Jeffrey, or whoever got in the car wreck. Somebody got in the car that was John, wreck. Well, John Jeffers John, got, an John. A, yeah, he got an ATV accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing great, man. Okay, like, he was cool. in the hospital up in uh, Fort Worth, um, or sorry, Dallas area for, for a couple days, I think, but maybe a week. I'm not sure, but he's doing great now, man. I mean, the whole band's cool, good, and cool. obviously good everybody's hear. prayers was, was, was with him and his, and his you know, his, his wife, Hope, and, uh, yes. they, got, and they got a, you know, uh, I think, she, yeah, she's, she's pregnant right now. I think Cody good. just had his baby, I think. I'm not sure if Hope has already had theirs, but anyway, but they, yeah. they all, they're all they're all having kids these days. I mean, that's what happens when we're all cooped up for COVID, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Baby start. How does it feel right. to be playing again? I mean, that's a question. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. you've been playing a little bit in Texas, but Oklahoma just opened. Yeah, man, it, well, it feels great. I mean, you know, to be to be on the road again. We we didn't play a show for seven months, so to be back on the road now is, is awesome. You know, it, yeah. this is what we do. We're not making any money sitting in the house, and, and I feel for the bands like Whiskey Myers and you know uh, Co Wetzel's guitar players playing with Chance yeah, tonight, uh, uh, Shiloh. Shiloh, and uh, we were talking to him. He said they played five shows since this time last year. Yeah. They've been socially distanced and stuff, and you know it's it's, it's harder on those bands. Yeah, you know when when, when you're playing shows so big that you you know you got. 5,000 people out there you, you can't socially distance with that you know so for us it's, it's a little easier you know we're, 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 we're you know playing bars and honky tonks and stuff and so um, my heart goes out to them I mean for us it's, it's we're getting yeah, back we, out yeah we actually interviewed Chilo a couple of months ago and yeah. he was like we just can't do them small venues we just our overhead and stuff just like not we can't do it so yeah, it's exactly. like we just he said I've been playing with other people so yeah yeah it's just you know so we're, 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 we're lucking out right now so we're in a good spot but um yeah, we're hoping to keep growing, man, and you know this is what it takes. You know, playing playing well, these places right here, and, and we're you guys definitely gonna start spinning so. y'all stuff. Everybody from Texas, we're trying to grow that scene this way. So, well, we appreciate Anyways. it, brother, man. Appreciate we, all. We are the boys from Oklahoma, but we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back to Oklahoma. <laughs> is what we're doing. Yeah, right. I love it, man. Well, it's good right. to be here in Oklahoma. Thanks, boys. Chad. Appreciate you. Man. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for reaching out, yeah. man. I would, honestly, that, that's that stuff down there yeah. in Texas Live. Yeah. And that was a, a Chad Cook interview there at Scooters. Kyle, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? It was fun. It was uh, kind of on the fly, 10 minutes, or, you know, get get your best questions in kind of situation. Well, and, what uh, was crazy is I called his manager. Uh, I got his manager's number at the at the T-Triple-R Awards, and I called his manager, and he's like, yeah, they're not, because we were there kind of early, right? thinking that they might, heck, uh, Chance and the Takers already took the stage before they ever got there. Right. So that's why we had to go outside to do the interview. 
that's why you'll hear like wind blowing in the background and mm-hmm. stuff but uh anyway i thought it was cool i thought it, it was, was great. really cool he said i don't know how much time they'll have when when they get there so you know do 10 15 minutes and and i said okay that's fine i said i'll do whatever and so he was cool about it and we probably could have stayed there and talked a little while longer but we were i was cold when it, was right. it was it was pretty cold out there but uh uh, I want to I want to point out, and I hinted on it the that night of the of the concert that uh, I kind of threw him a softball, and he kind of hit it the way I thought he would hit it. Yeah, but uh, interview, I, yeah. I, I he did the he gave me the perfect answer for yeah. for an easy question, and uh, I liked it. He said the the biggest part in that, in that name the is the, the Chad bands, Cook band yeah. is the band part, and uh, that's a great answer. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect answer, and I seen his manager standing behind him going. <laughs> give it a thumbs up so so anyways but I, I i will say that at one point i just want to hear i don't care who you are i don't care at some point when you pull into a venue and see your name on the marquee that's got to feel pretty fucking good you know at some point you'll be hey that's my name yeah I, you know he may not say it out loud but somewhere inside you think hey, that's my name that's right. pretty cool well we also since we were there uh, I didn't really know who was opening till I was on the way there, right. and I looked it up, and I was like, hey, while we're there, let's try to grab this interview, too, because it said Chance and the Takers on there, and I was like, I don't know who that is. Clever Never name. Never heard of that. Clever name. <laughs> so anyways, we get there, and I happen to notice that it's Chance Anderson, which right. is used to be Chance Anderson Band, right. and I know who Chance Anderson is from from those days and i did ask him in an interview anyways we'll get to the interview of uh chance anderson but before then i want to play uh chance and the takers song to take off from that uh not to go too far but uh not knowing who was opening the ba- the the show for chad cook i wasn't aware who was going to be there and i was there a little earlier than then Jay was expecting the same thing. Maybe the bands would get there early so we can get some time with them. I didn't know who was opening until Shiloh Powers happened to sit down beside me and tell me he was he was going to help Chance out for a little bit. And then he was like, hey, you should get an interview with him. And then Jay's like, hey, we should get an interview with Chance. And I was like, hey, great minds think alike, I think. Yeah. Do you know who he was playing with after? Because my wife, Devin, she got a picture with him and he said he was on his way to his next gig. Do you know he was? I, I looked it. I looked it up, and I think he was just trying to get out of there. Oh, just <laughs> I can edit because that that, that was kind of a uh, that was late. Now I'm not saying that he didn't, but it had to be somewhere close. The only one that was playing was who was playing that? Was Jackson Taylor playing somewhere that night? He was playing somewhere that night, but it's I think possible. it was in Oklahoma City, though. <laughs> it's possible. I, I know very few things, but. You know, that's why I'm here, right? To be pretty on on, on microphone. <laughs> uh, one thing that I wanted to mention is Chance also is from Marlowe. So he's from, from somewhere pretty close to us. Mm-hmm. And the song I'm going to play is actually a song that he wrote about his hometown. And it's called Two Red Lights. If you ever driven through Marlowe, America, you know those two red lights pretty well. Well, that's that's Dolly. That's not <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> hey, you know what? We can let Dolly play for a second. Right. She's Sorry. singing that to me. Chance and the Takers.
tank of diesel This little town ain't my kind of people I gotta go lay your money down You can bet the farm on 86 is town This little place I'm here to win whatever it takes I'll do something new Back home up in Wall Street's loud Never thought of calling my kind of crowd This little place I swear has made me And that was Chance Anderson with Chance and the Takers Band. Good song. Right. That, I th- that song is actually about Marlow, Oklahoma. So, right. But we did grab an interview with Chance. Kyle, did you interview Chance before? I, I did on my radio show. I got him on his first single to radio. I believe it was called, Would It Kill You to Kiss Me? And I joked <laughs> saying that if you had to ask, the answer is probably no. Or in that case, it's probably yes. <laughs> right. But, you know. He he didn't take it that way, but it's okay. But anyways, we did do we did grab chance for a interview that night. Also, he actually suggested we go do this interview in his van, his touring van, which you'll hear about. Now, uh, was this like a was this like a Scooby Doo van or <laughs> uh, kinda almost yeah. a little bit? It was it was pretty Scooby Doo ish. Yeah, uh, while y'all got to see the Scoob- his Scooby-Doo van, we actually saw an official Scooby-Doo van there in Eureka Springs. Oh, yeah. I've have seen you seen it? it? Yeah. Yeah, they have like a, a wagon they pull behind it and the actual van. It's not the exact one. It could be. Yeah, and the reason why Jason couldn't go to the the T-Triple-R was I'm a little because jealous. he took the wifey to the uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. She actually took me. and Which is a beautiful place. Yes, and we had a great time, and, you know, I'm glad I went. 
you know, hearing the stories and seeing the pictures and everything else, I'm like, man. For, yeah. For for real, the next musical adventure where you go on, Jason's coming with us. Yeah. I don't care definitely. what we got to do. If we got to kidnap him or whatever, yeah, he's right. coming with us. Because, man, it's a damn good time. Be, it would be fun if we all three got to do an adventure together. Because the three of us haven't got to go yeah, do anything there, together there's, yet. There's always something that has come up that yeah. we all three can't go and do something and it started with the two of you going to vegas without me i was still new to the show (laughs) and i think i'm just getting my revenge on jason i don't know why it's jason well you know like jay was saying they're (laughs) they're releasing the mask mandate tonight at midnight right and even today me and Devin, we went and we ate in dell city right and they have like the salad bars are back open. They don't have the prepackaged salads anymore. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> the salad bars open. the The buffets are starting to open up again, Uh-oh. and you're starting to see more stuff opening, as in shows, concerts. There, That's so cool. I, I think this is the up, uphill climb. Unless what I'm not even going to say it. Well, I should taking the masks off is probably going to make things Worse. bring it back down. Is what I'm guessing, right. but. You know what can you do? We're we're three little Go guys. Go get vaccinated. That's what you do. I got my first one, Kyle. You got yours yet? I can't. I oh. cannot. I will. I will talk about this on the air. The reason why I can't, not that I don't want to, because I was I was ready to ready to sign up for the first dose going through. But since I had my transplant, yeah. my body does not recognize these organs, and so I have to take um, immuno immunosuppressing medications twice a day. And uh, what what it, what the what the shots actually do? The vaccine actually does is it sends your immune system into overdrive, and it basically attacks anything that does not belong in your body. Yeah, and it gets rid of it. It's similar to, if not the same stuff that they gave Magic Johnson when he was going through the HIV stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. To be honest with you, that's what it is. And so when you when people take it, said, "Man, I feel like shit for a while." Yeah, because your body's in overdrive. It's right. killing everything that it doesn't think it think belongs there. And so if I were to uh, get the vaccine, it would basically just kill these organs. I'm waiting for it to come out in Walmart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so every time, you know, to to make light of a very very serious you know, situation with Kyle, he had the transplant and everything. But every time he starts talking, he jokes a lot about it. I think of that Reba song, Survivor. <laughs> and and I it would be awesome and in, in a funny put a spin on it like get a bunch of pictures of you going through that process and like put that song Survivor behind it because yeah. that that song is comical when you think about it because it was the the tv theme to her tv show right you know and when you think you hear that song it's kind of comical but to put that comical spin on what Kyle went through i think it'd be kind of cool to right. let people see that journey so you know what Kyle? you know what i'll do it Kyle, <laughs> send me send me a bunch of pictures of your journey uh from the time you started having issues until during the surgery and after and we'll put a little montage together, put it out yeah. on the fan page. You can see the transition and from when I had hair to why I don't have and, hair anymore. And you, can, <laughs> and, and you can end it with me and Jason next to you, you know, talking on microphones. I mean, right, that, right. you know, yeah. be kind of a cool thing, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, It'd be fun. Anyways, let's let's go to... We <laughs> I got, digress. We kind of got sidetracked there. That's all right. Let's yeah. go to the... Go ahead and go to the Chance Anderson interview right now. All right, I'm JJ Vance with the Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast. I'm here with Kyle, my partner, and we're st- sitting here with Chance Anderson from the Chance and the Takers band. Yeah, yeah, Chance and the Takers, man. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, Chance, uh, 
for first, just to off the top of my head question, what inspired you to do music? Uh, man, that's a that's always been a good question. It's always been kind of a tougher question to answer, really. Like I, uh, my dad's side um, of my family, they they all have always played music and you know in church and and whatnot, play guitar and piano yes. and um, growing up every Saturday night. So my parents got divorced whenever I was let's just a, a baby, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, went, I on the weekends I went to my dad's house, you know, every, yeah. every Friday. And uh, on Saturday nights we'd stay with my nana Wilda, and uh, she took us to church on Sunday morning. She played piano in church, so every Sunday morning I'd just sit on the piano bench with her, right. and uh, while she played piano, and she always had songs playing in the car, and. Um, you know, like encourage us to sing along and learn the words and whatnot. So I feel like that's probably where it all started. You know, and of course going to family reunions and everything. Everybody was picking and everything. And uh, yeah, I hear you. And I heard tonight actually. I, I actually already knew this, but you're from Marlow uh, originally. Uh, yeah. So I was I was actually born in Chickasha. You know? Really? Yeah. My my parents lived in. I believe they lived in Empire when I was born, um, which is just southwest of Duncan. Yeah. And when I was, I think four or five. I moved with my mom to Norman. Okay. And lived in Norman until I was about in fifth grade. Sorry. And uh, at that point, I moved back with my dad, and he lived in Marlowe, and uh, started going to school there in Marlowe, and uh, went to Marlowe for like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, yeah, tenth grade, and then eventually uh-huh. I had to go to Empire. But and the reason why I ask because we're kind of based out of Chickasha, so yeah, you know, I mean we we like to get the southwest side, and I knew you before as a chance anderson band yeah yeah sure is it still the same band is that it's not the same band so um we uh i guess about a year and a half two years ago um you know the chance anderson band me and colby bunch eric wools and uh basically like dwight hamlin and shallow mm-hmm. powers played with us last year yeah we've been a band together for like 10 years you know we we started that band when we were in college at osu and uh Played a long time together, man. Did a lot of shows. Went to a lot of different places together, and That's you know, cool. I was kind of like I was I was turning thirty, and like uh, it just felt like I needed a I needed to be challenged by some some different you know yeah um, creative minds and all that, and like just needed to, to challenge myself and push myself. And I love all those guys from the cab, man. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you don't mind, we'll spin a couple of your songs for you, so oh, yeah, get I, that out don't there. don't mind, man. <laughs> uh, Kyle, do you got anything you want to ask him? Man, uh, Chance, I've known you for a while now. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like that's what I do with the with the show. I've gotten to know these guys from doing radio before. Uh, I definitely love what I do, getting to hang out with you guys. Obviously, you guys love what you do, yeah, and yeah. so I feel that for you. And uh, Right now, I had a bunch of questions I was going to ask you, but right now we're sitting in a cramped dirty van kind of got stuff thrown everywhere but is that is that not the dream oh yeah is that, i mean that's road life that's I feel kind like, of what it is i feel like um it's funny because uh you kind of gotta like when we were all piling this van you know it's right. it's all dirty it's messy and everything it's like i'm just like moving stuff out of the way like trying to make room for you guys and like it's uh it's one of those things where it's like you don't even really realize it like it's like not uh it's not like what the normal, I guess, like day-to-day thing is for everybody, and but this definitely is home for us, and it's where right where I want to be, and and uh, we spent the past year with this pandemic and everything, kind of sitting at home, you know, it's been tough, right. and uh, I know a lot of us 
um, as far as guys in the band and a lot of people out there, man. Like, yeah, through the pandemic, man. You know, you know, we we've been through some some dark times. You know, just personally and individually and everything. And like tonight, playing here at Scooters with Chad Cook and them, man. It's, it's so good to get out and get just get a taste of that, like what it what it used to be like. You know, and like, I know that like it's gonna get there again. And through that pandemic, man, there was a lot of times where, like, we didn't know if it was going to, if it was ever going to, like, yeah. allow us to get back out there and work again. But, like, nights like tonight, man, remind us of, like, you that know. Kind of, yeah. That, yeah, it's coming back. And, like like you said, man, like, this van, like, it's, like, nasty, gross, whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's it's home to us, man. We, we dig this stuff, man. We enjoy what we do. And we're uh, we're anxious to get back out there and, and live in this thing again. So Hell, yeah. Uh, we, we actually started a podcast during the pandemic. What's up, boys? This is Eric Wools, by the way. He plays bass. What's up, guys? Hey, right, what's hey, up, dude, man? You got that jack? Uh, We're doing it. It's in the Toyota it's Tacoma. The, okay. Yeah, it's unlocked. <laughs> Bring it over here when you get a seat. It's all right. <laughs> we actually started our podcast during the pandemic, and our first interview was with Katie Dale, who oh, okay, runs yeah. the Red Dirt Relief yeah. Funds. And, I mean, it was just an interesting kickoff for our podcast, even though, you know, it sucked for all everybody, sure. all y'all guys. Right. But Kyle, I think you wanted to ask something else. I just want yeah, to yeah, I've, I've got this uh, uh, question for you now. You, obviously, you listen to Chance's songs, and you you can kind of understand where a lot of his influences come from, kind of where he's at, what he's doing at the time, which is pretty neat to hear. What's your favorite song? Like, like your favorite inspiration for a song you wrote? What's the one that you think of? Say, man, I'm glad I was there for that. Uh, man, um, you're talking about like listening to a song and yes, definitely. So. Uh, he's talking about your your what well, your your experience was to write a song, basically. Yeah. So, um, you know, like the pandemic and everything, man. Like, I, like in so many different ways, has like changed my life forever. And like, and uh, you know, uh, I was listening to a guy named Brandon Flowers. He's like he's a front guy for the Killers, and. Yeah. Uh, and I actually had written a song a couple of years ago called uh, "Burning Gas," and uh, I didn't really, like hadn't hadn't really finished it off. I just needed like a few lines or whatever. And, and uh, uh, anyways, I was listening to Brand Flowers, this tune called "Lonely Town," um, and it just seemed like it was. Yeah, I felt like he wrote that song about me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and it inspired me to like finish this song I had been writing. You know, called "Burning Gas." And, is about just like my relationship with uh, um, the girl I've loved for a long, long time, and and how like uh, you know I'd like overlooked like the past like ten years, and like in the pandemic, you know, and I was just, like sitting at home, just like thinking about stuff every day. I was able to like look back on it and see how it all just like led up to like where we were at at that point, you know, and like yeah, I was actually able to like be thankful for that's cool beginning that's really cool. to the end of our relationship, you know. And, as soon as I wrote the song called Burning Gas, man, and like I said, man, like, uh, I feel like it was absolutely inspired by this Brandon Flowers guy who, like oh, I said, he's, he sings for the Killers, and everybody should check him out, by the way. Okay. Um, but, uh, I feel like I'm inspired by a lot of different things, man, but lately, man, um, just, like, hearing songs, man, that, like, uh, like, really speak to me, and, like, how I felt over the past couple of years, man, that really, like, got me going. My juice is falling on right stuff, and you know, really opened me up to like being vulnerable and writing yeah. some real stuff. You know, so. Good. That's cool. Kyle, you got anything else? 
Uh, I got a funny one, or a funny question. What is the, uh, give me uh, a funny moment or something like that that happened on the road with you and the band? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, I mean, there's been there's been so much funny stuff. And you can say whatever you want. We're, we're yeah. not, I mean, you can cuss on here. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about drinking, smoking, it don't matter. I don't know if y'all do any of that, but you can oh, talk about anything. Man, we don't do none of that kind of stuff. <laughs> You can say uh, anything you want. So, uh, kind of a funny story. Several, I guess about seven, now seven, eight years ago, we played in uh, Wichita Falls on a Thursday night. That's we were cool. supposed to play in Denton on a Friday. Uh-huh. So we left the show on Thursday night. And at this time, we had an 88 GMC Vandura old conversion van. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. you know, we thought it was the coolest <laughs> fucking van ever. And it was. It was the coolest van. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we are going down 380 towards Denton and uh, probably just about 20 miles like west of Denton, Texas and uh, our drummer at the time was driving and he was like man like something smells weird you know whatever <laughs> I'm in the passenger seat I've been drinking all day probably <laughs> I'm like oh dude no it's just that chemical plant over there on the side of the road like keep keep trucking you know well all of a sudden like smoke comes flying out the back of the van front of the van you know like the whole thing like it's just like we got to pull over you know yeah pull over i get out look out like underneath the van it's like glowing under there like it's on fire mm-hmm. dang so i yelled at her like get out you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out so we're running away from the van and it explodes behind us oh like, my gosh yeah like like action movie like you know blockbuster hit explodes behind us three times mm, that's crazy so somebody calls the fire department they're like hey you gotta get a fire truck out here maybe two because this yeah. thing was on fire it's bad and that, it, it yeah. took two fire trucks all the water they had to put that thing out man wow that's crazy and uh Did you have a trailer on there too we had a trailer and luckily like the front of the trailer got melted and everything but all of our stuff was all right but we yeah. called the venue the next day we're like hey our van exploded on the side of the road <laughs> they're like bullshit you know, like <laughs> Yeah, they were, they were mad, but like we were we were happy, we were thankful to be alive. Really, you know, like, yeah. it was it was crazy. And, That's uh, the only second artist I've ever heard of that. Shane, the, actually, the shirt I'm wearing, Shane Smith and the Saints, they're yeah, us caught on that. fire. Yeah, and burn burn everything, even burnt their trailer and stuff. Yeah, man, they, those guys, uh, their stuff got burnt to a crisp. Yeah, man. yeah, bad deal. There's yeah. got to be an inspiration in that one for a song, dude. I've been trying to write that song for so long. <laughs> burn it down. Yeah, man, like. But we were still on the side of the road that night, and people kept stopping and saying, like, I mean, that people were freaking out, like, oh, is anybody in there? We're like, yeah, like, we'd be filming this thing burning right. down if somebody was in there. So but, was this, like, Chance Anderson band, or is yeah, this this yeah. band? So, like, we were all still in college. This is back in, like, probably 2008 or nine. I got gotcha. you. Know? Um, Dang. But we, I mean, we used to travel all over the place back then. We did for a long time, but... We put a lot of miles on that old Van Dura, man. I so like, when that thing was burning to the ground on the side of the road, we were like, heck yeah, man. That's the only way <laughs> for it a, to go. Had a tear right. come down your eye. Down the flames, bit. man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, Kyle, you got anything? Oh, man. Uh, I really don't, man. Uh, what's your What's your goal for this band? Where do you want to be with this band? Man, I just want to... Uh, I kind of want... You know, with the Chance Anderson band, <laughs> I, I thought a lot about like radio success and like different you know just different like i guess like uh achievements that you can read like on a piece of paper right know? right 
And for this thing, man, I like with the Chance and the Takers deal, man, I just want to like make music that I am just like genuinely proud of, that come from my heart, and um, is a collaborative effort from everybody involved with it. And I want to go out there and play and have fun and feel good about it the end of the night. And, you know, I want to go home and have a good time with my boys and, uh, and, uh, stay on the road, man. I just want to, I want to have a good time with it, you know, and like, and let everything else take care of itself if that, if that's what's, uh, you know, yeah. planned for us, you know. I, mean? I think that's the way to be, too, because whenever you stop worrying about all that other shit, that's when shit really starts happening. Hell yeah, man. No doubt. That's, but that's kind of why I asked that question, because again, I'd, I'd talked to you before when you were starting with the, the Chance Anderson band, and uh, I think one of my favorite questions to ask at that time is, "What do you see? What do you? What in your head is your envision of success? What do you mm-hmm. define success as?" And as you grow, as you do, your success changes. Sure, your mindset changes, and that's yeah. why I like to hear that 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 new answer. I, I feel like you're already successful if you're doing what you love. Yeah, heck yeah, man, no doubt. All right, well, thanks, Chance, for sitting with us, and thank you uh, guys, man. Yeah, no problem. We'll cut. We'll definitely come and see another show. Uh, I was going to let everybody know if you don't know Chance Anderson, you can go on, I'm guessing, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, wherever. Get to pick up your music. Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> we just heard him live. He's really good, him and his band. So, uh, anyways, you listen to the Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt podcast. That was Chance Anderson with Chance and the Takers. That was a cool interview. I, I don't know what we'll leave in it, but his band actually bombarded our interview there <laughs> i found it comical so i'm gonna leave a lot of that <laughs> yeah i don't know what was said at that time I, I didn't even i haven't even listened to the interview back since we did it but it was pretty funny no at it, the time. I, yeah it, I, I just you know this is the first time i've heard the interview you know as we're doing this so it's it was pretty funny i'll leave it i love i'll leave a lot in there i hear you kyle you had something that you wanted to add uh about the TRRR. Okay, I will I will add this. We had the opportunity to rub shoulders with a lot of artists as Jason talked about there. We we mingled, we did we did our damnedest to get our our name out to everybody we came in contact with. One of the artists I was thrilled to uh, get to see again was uh, Kylie Fry. And if you don't know that name, you've been living under a rock somewhere because she's blowing up everywhere right now. You've you've seen her face, you've heard her voice. She's incredible, and, and she's uh, beautiful. Very pretty girl, very sweet girl. She's yes. a sweetheart when we met her, and uh, everybody I've I've heard that came in contact with her both nights that we were there had the exact same things to say about her. That she was sweet to everybody. So it was great to great to hear that about her. Uh, the reason I say again was. The last award show I went to, I actually got to meet her with her parents because she was 17 years old. Yeah. To see she was shy, kind of hiding over in the corner by her parents. She was pushing her first single. She was part of the Fresh Faces at that time. Her first single was called The Chase. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys out there need to go look it up. It was her... Her on her younger days, but it was still a good song, good stuff. I want you, uh, another uh, performance you need to check out from the awards show that night is another tribute I believe she did for her grandfather. And uh, yeah. she she killed. Uh, the crowd definitely went wild for her. Yeah, she did good. Uh, she need, did. To, need to look her up. Everybody out there needs to look her up. I wanted to uh, throw it to Jason. Jason's just kind of been producing this show. He hasn't said He's, much. You wanted to mention something leading into our next show 
an interview that y'all actually be, got to do. Be, be, before we, we let him in, because he's going to do a lot. While Jay and I were out gallivanting and running around, <laughs> Jason's been home doing some work on this show. Yeah. And uh, we've kind of been... Well, we, I, I see us as a three-headed monster anyway, but we kind of did work that way. Yeah. While Jay and I were out on location doing things, Jason was back here at the house and kicking ass, man. Yeah, he was. Definitely. Yeah, well, probably one of our bigger interviews right now we've had recently. I mean, you guys had some good ones, but Jeremy stuttered. Yeah. Um, this guy had a – I'm not going to run a lot of what, what we're talking about during the interview. Um, it's going to be next week's show. We sat down with Jeremy. He told us a little bit about the big shout-out that Blake Shelton gave him and how it's really boosted his career. Um, he came out. He did a couple live acoustic songs, which were – they sounded amazing. amazing. That's good. And so we'll talk about him next week. He's slow. I checked the charts today. He's slowly moving back You know, more up those charts toward that. You know, yeah. I see him – you know, getting closer and closer every week because the you know those tr- those charts they show that green arrow or the red arrow and you know yeah. he's got that green arrow and he's I mean put it this way as of right now he's number eighty on the T Triple R charts and I mean just to give you an idea Cody Canada with the song that he has like number ninety right now right yeah. I mean that's the way I'd look at it I'm like hey I'm I'm yeah higher on the charts than what Cody Canada is right <laughs> and. Uh, Kyle talked about it, how it's kind of standing in the bubble. What was that phrase you used? It's bubbling under. Bubbling under, and he broke that bubble by yeah. getting, and now he's number 80. So he uh, big things to come, and it's a great interview. Um, we're going to play that next week, so look forward to I can't to that. wait to actually hear it. I wasn't, I wasn't able to actually meet him or be there, but I heard a lot of good things about it, so I can't wait to hear it for our next show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So that's, that's what's coming up next week and some other stuff, but that's, that's all I got for this show. Well, uh, I wanted to play one more song by Chad Cook. It's one of his more recent. It's not the one that's on the charts right now that's at number two, but it's one of his more recent number ones on the Texas charts. Not my favorite song of his. I mean, it's a good song. My favorite song of his by far is uh, Life Behind Bars, just because my wife was a bartender for a while, mm-hmm. and it kind of hit home. It's a really cool song. But the song I'm going to play is Cowboys Cowgirl by Chad Cook, and then we'll come back and close out the show. But here's Chad Cook with Cowboys Cowgirl. If you want to be this old boy's whole world, tell me that you'll be this Cowboys Cowgirl. We've been feeling sparks for a while now. We've been hanging right on the edge of this. We should light it up before it burns out This is one thing you don't want to miss Let me shoot you straight, lay it all out The only way I know how If you want to be that last call, slow dance I can be the hand that spins you round If you want to chase that red dirt sunset Baby, say the word, we can run it down Wide open can be 
you forever and it's just the start If you wanna be that last call, slow dance I can be the hand that spins you round If you wanna chase that red dirt sunset Baby, say the word, we can run it down Wide open, sky open Though in that last soul round my heart If you wanna be this old boy's whole world Tell me that you'll be this cowboy's cowgirl Will you be this old boy's whole world Tell me that you'll be this cowboy's cowgirl Anyways, we might have had a little technical <laughs> difficulty there, Jason. Hey, I'm not the best producer in the world, you know, but uh, sometimes, you know, let me tell a story real quick, and then we'll get off of here. So, when I was in radio, I've told Kyle this before, when I was in radio, I was producing the UCO football game. Something yeah. was broadcast on one of the big country stations. Yeah. Right? And I'm talking back and forth between the, the play-by-play guy and the color guy, and we're doing mic checks, and and we have the we have the pregame going on, and my my general manager time he messaged me like, hey, tell those guys to turn their mics up, turn their mics up. I didn't realize that the DJ that was in before me left his mic on live. Oh no! <laughs> you have a live and a mute button, Kyle. You know this. <laughs> yes. If the mute button is off, everyone on the radio waves can hear everything you're saying, right? Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> So I'm like, hey, uh, so-and-so just called. You guys need to turn your mics up. So I didn't realize he was even broadcast to every single person that was listening to the UCO football game. UCO is a college town here in Oklahoma. It's a college you know, football team. So I get this angry phone call from my boss, and he's like, I just heard every damn thing you just said on the mic. Turn it off. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had no idea. We should keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yes, sometimes I don't. Now, turn the I've actually on. listened to the radio and and heard that <laughs> you kind do. of stuff. Before. You hear it all the time. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But I was never due to go live that day. That was just producing the UCO game. I was bringing the feeds in, playing the commercials. You know, it's Kyle, like, the radio station that he used to be on uh, before before he was, uh, or no, after he was uh, canned. From that job, uh, they I used to get so mad because I'd listen to it because I knew a girl who worked there and, anyways, I used to listen to it and uh, uh, they used to be so notorious for leaving dead air, and I hated it. It'd be like even if it's like ten seconds, I was mm-hmm. like, why can't they get this straight? You cannot right. leave dead air. Yeah, and they and, were bad at it. And there's actually devices out there. And tell me if you, Kyle. And I know we're getting way off track here, but I'm kind of curious, Kyle. Whenever you were running radio, mm-hmm. did the general manager have a an app on his phone where if there was more than like ten seconds of dead silence, the alarm would go off on his phone? No, because I will tell you this: that radio station was not monitored by the general manager, and I can tell you for fact that they did not give a shit about that radio station. Now, when I was on the air. During my show, the general manager would listen in every once in a while when yeah. the 
other person in the station with me would call the general manager and say, hey, listen to this song he's playing. Now, typically the song that they were worried about was I, I played uh, Robert Earl Keane's The Buckin' Song every once in a while, and they would get upset about that. The only song I'd ever actually had a complaint from somebody that wasn't my general manager trying to pick at me. For those of you who don't know, the Buckin' song gets really close to saying bad things, but it doesn't actually ever say anything bad. And so that's why I would play it on the radio, because people liked it. It was pretty funny. The other, the only song I ever got flack from, anybody called in and said, hey, probably don't play that song anymore, or I was offended by that song, uh, was uh, Long Line of Losers by Kevin Fowler, and really? I never understood why. So they called in, and they said, hey, I was offended by that last song you played. Too close to home, maybe? <laughs> and I was like, and I, I was thinking, what song did I just play? And so I went back, looked through my tracking, and it was Long Line of Losers by Kevin Fowler. And I was like, well, first of all, he's talking about his family. <laughs> Second of all, if that offends you, then it's, I mean, the only person that really needs to be offended by that is maybe his grandma. <laughs> you know? All right, like, so, his family could be right, upset outlaws. Right. All right, He's so <laughs> I got a I got a two part question for everybody. Very very simple about the COVID and of course we're in Oklahoma. The governor is releasing the mask mandate at midnight tonight. So just quick two part question: Are you for or against the mask mandate going away? And do you think it's going to make things worse health wise for the public? Jay. Well, looking at other states that's done it and their numbers gone up, then I would have to say. I'm against it. I understand it because of business, but I mean, it's not hard to wear a mask. So I, I, I will put it this way: the the same way I think it should have been done. I understand why it was a mandate yeah. to get people to do it. I think this way it always was is you had the right to wear that mask <laughs> whenever you want to, right? If you feel you need to. I understand the mandate was because not enough people were, were going to do it. Yeah. Without it, and I think, I think this way there will still be people wearing masks. There just won't be quite as many, and you won't have those people bitching because they have to wear one. Yeah, and I, I agree that I think the numbers will go up, whether you're for it or against it. The numbers yeah. will. Yeah, go up. and they're still going up even as of right, right now. Every day, the the COVID relief team or whatever they release the numbers, and every day. There's more and more people still being affected the, by it. But yeah. the truth is about a virus, the only way to fight a virus is to spread it around mm. yeah. and build up an immunity to and it. And to answer my own question, yeah, I think it's, I think it's bullshit. I think, that the, I think the mask mandate has helped. Mm. I mean, it's put awareness out there, I should say that. More awareness on safety for yourself and other people around. And, yeah, I do think the number's going to go back up. I right. really do. But and if our listeners, we want to hear what our listeners think. BFO podcast at outlook.com or Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast on Facebook. We'll put a poll out and we'll see what people think. And to answer the question from Christmas, if you thought people were putting Christmas decorations up too early, the the anti thing won last year, by the way. I don't think we ever released it. The the anti Christmas won of over the pro Christmas for of putting course. your decorations up too early. Yeah. I know that's way off track, but I just remembered and when I said I never gave the answer to the last poll, so I better do that before I start a new one, right? <laughs> before we end I will add this with, with Jay and I. At the Fresh Faces and Award Show, there were both places we went to were sold out. Mm-hmm. They were packed 
and not a single person in there. Now I realize it was Texas, and they lifted their mandate. Not a single, not an artist, not a promoter, not, nobody was wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and they were hugging, shaking hands with complete strangers. Yeah, we, we, uh, us two included. Yeah, and it so fe- it fe- there's there's going to be an outbreak now, right? From you guys. Going, going to Texas and shaking everyone's hand. They're like, why is everyone sick now? We took, you know, and everyone's been fine. Well, you invite two ugly guys that want to hug everybody. and Right. Right. <laughs> and it may not be, it may not be COVID they catch. Well, <laughs> right. we, we, we said we rubbed other things than shoulders, but we didn't want to get too far into it, Jason. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have anything else, guys. I look forward to that Jeremy Stuttered show next week. You guys got anything else? No. Definitely looking forward to that. All right. You've been listening to the Boys from Oklahoma Red Dirt Podcast. I'm Jason Barler. I'm JJ Vance. And I'm Kyle Perry. Keep spreading the dirt.